Welcome to Build, Lead, Succeed, the official podcast of the National Association of Women in Construction. I'm your host, Angela Hyland, and I want to welcome you to the second of two pre-show episodes. If you were with us last time, you got a bit of history and background about NAWIC and why we exist. Our goal with this podcast is to further our overall mission of supporting women in the construction industry and helping them to advance in their careers. Over the coming months, we are going to get on the front lines and interview women throughout this industry who are living it day to day. There are issues and conversations to be had, and I am ready to get that started. Before we get going, however, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor and partner who is making this all possible. TouchPlan is a collaborative construction planning software that digitizes collaboration, planning, tracking, and communication on the job site. TouchPlan is committed to the belief that innovation and learning from data is the key to making the construction process more efficient and, in turn, will make people's lives better. Thank you for your partnership, TouchPlan. This episode, I have got a special treat in store, and I am super excited and thrilled to be interviewing a woman who I consider a friend. This woman is unstoppable. She is a focused woman of action and an experienced woman in construction. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Ann Flegger, CIT, the National President of NAWIC. Welcome, Ann. Hi, Angela. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Um, before we get started, I want you to tell us a little bit about who you work for and your position there. I work for a general contractor, Charles Construction Services in Findlay, Ohio. I mainly work in the estimating department. I estimate pre-engineered metal buildings, but I also do some safety, HR, and IT. Busy girl. It seems like forever that we have been talking about getting this podcast off the ground, and this feels like such a special moment that you are here and we are recording this. It's all very, very exciting. Amongst your many duties as president, you were tasked with getting out there and being the face of the NAWIC brand. And one of the things you've been doing is making the podcast rounds this year. So how many of these have you done so far? Since January, I've done five podcasts. I think it's so important uh, because this is how we reach out, right? It's one of those marketing things. And now this is how it's done. And we let industry folks know what NAWIC is, continue the brand and let them know what an important resource that NAWIC can be. So tell me a little bit about your construction story. How did you get into this industry and what has that experience been for you? That's actually a very interesting story. Uh, I was recently divorced and looking for a job closer to home because I was a um, single parent and I was driving one way an hour each direction. So I applied for a receptionist position at a local general contractor. And during the interview, it was I thought it was going great. We were having a lot of great conversation and we were almost to the end and the owner was a husband and wife and I was interviewing with the wife. She says, well, I'm not going to hire you for the receptionist position. And I was like, 
well, what? <laughs> I, was, I wanted to say, it's been going so well. But before I could even get that out, she said, we have not been looking for a project administrator, but we're going to make a position for you. And they offered me that, that job. And actually, it ended up working out because shortly after I started, uh, the person that was the project administrator at that time, she put her two weeks notice in. So I previously had worked in the trucking industry, which is um, heavily regulated like construction is. So it was an easy transition for me to go from trucking to construction. Uh, but there was still a lot of learning that I needed to do. And I am definitely one of those people that uh, can teach myself. And I really enjoyed getting in there and learning about it. So that was a great, great to get into the industry and have something challenging to keep me going. Mm. And so here you are, president of the National Association of Women in Construction. So tell me a little bit about that. When did you join NAWIC? Well, I, I first want to say that I never envisioned myself ever being president of a national association. But I joined NAWIC in April of 2006. And this is actually another interesting story. My boss came back from a uh, Ohio Build Awards where they highlight all the projects for a particular year in the state of Ohio. And he said to me, you're gonna join this association. And I was like, okay. Um, he said, I think it would be really good for you. And I was thinking, okay, I'm a single parent, <laughs> uh, don't have a lot of extra time. And uh, the chapter was about 45 minutes away, uh, one way. But I said, okay, if you want me to join it, I'll, I'll go ahead and join it. Well, the, the member that recruited me, every month she would call and say, hey, you're going to make this month's meeting. And I would say, oh, no, just not this month. I've got, you know, something going on. Either my son has a, a soccer tournament or, or something like that. Well, the member got really smart because she said, what if we have a meeting at your office? And I was like, well, I really can't say no to that. So... I agreed and they they came up to Charles and we had the meeting at my office and I was hooked after that. I mean, I really connected with the women in the chapter and I just loved being a part of it. And it has just helped me to grow uh, throughout my career in construction. And the interesting part about it is I was still concerned, you know, about spending the appropriate time with my my son. And he ended up coming to meetings with us and he actually was our chapter photographer. And even today, he still, when I talk to him, will ask how these women are doing and if there's anything exciting going on in their lives. So even me being a part of NAWIC has impacted his life as well. And so through your journey, you moved up, you joined as a member. And then what happened after that? You got, uh, were very active with your local chapter. Well, actually, there was something that I wanted to do first. I had not at that point finished my college degree. I had actually taken a break when I got married and, and subsequently was got pregnant. I, I, I am good at time management, but I couldn't be married, have a job, be pregnant and go to college at the same time. So I had taken a break, but it actually ended up being like a 15 year break. And um, so I told my chapter members, I really want to finish my degree. And they were very supportive. They helped me out in any way that, that they could, encouraged me, and I did end up getting my college degree in 2011. Well, I, I, shortly after I got my college degree, you know, they reminded me, you said you were going to get more involved in the chapter, and we really want you to serve as chapter president. So I served as chapter president. And I should back up a little bit. Um, what really, the first time that I got the bug to be able to serve on the uh, national board was when I attended my first region conference back in 2007. 
And when I saw that region director running the conference and how all the women were so engaged and they just listened to her so intently, I was like, wow, I want to make a difference in, in women's lives and I want to do that someday. So after I'd got my degree and I served a chapter president, which actually is the first step to becoming a member of the national board, I ran for region director in 2014 and won. I served uh, two years as region director and I really loved getting out to meet members all across the country. It wasn't just in my chapter, in my region, I got to meet members all across the country. Actually, Angela, you and I would have probably never met if I hadn't gotten on the national board. That's right. It's, it's just amazing the amount of people you have the opportunity to meet. So after serving as region director, I did wanna keep going and I'm a numbers person. I actually have my degree in business management um, I focused on business management instead of accounting because I am one of those people that likes to think outside the box, but I really like to do numbers. Hence, I love estimating pre-engineered metal buildings. <laughs> so I ran for national treasurer and won. I served there for two years and then I moved up to vice president. And finally, I was elected as president-elect, which brought me here to president. You know, I think so many women can relate to your story. You know. Uh, we come from so many different parts of construction and so many different backgrounds. And a lot of the challenge that women have has in the industry is how do we balance our jobs with our families and things that we want to do for ourselves, but also put into our careers. And then all of a sudden you join an association which takes up even more of your time. So I think it really speaks to you know, when you apply yourself and when you set goals for yourself uh, with the right support network, you can really make it all work. You really can. And you can still be a mom and you can still be good at your job and you can go to college and you can do all these things. So I really appreciate, um, appreciate your journey so far. And so it's a year later and in your presidency and you are getting ready for your annual conference to celebrate your board and all of the tremendous accomplishments that you've made as a team. And, you know, I wanna brag on you for a minute because in full disclosure, as Anne said, we've known each other for a few years now. We did meet at a regional event and you approached me to brainstorm some ideas saying you wanted to do something different for your board orientation. And for those of you who are new to NAWIC, there are 14 women on the National Board of Directors and you spend several years moving up that board to get to the president's seat. It is no easy task what Anne has done. It takes a lot of diligence, um, a lot of time, a, a lot of uh, your talent is put in. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of dedication. Anyway, we tossed around some ideas and, and discovered that Ann Flegger has a lot of great ideas. She really does. And not only does she have ideas, she has a she had a plan going in and she has gone about this past year executing those plans. It's been very inspiring to watch. So now she's come to the end of this year and it's time to celebrate and have such a good time with her, her outgoing board while also welcoming the new incoming board and the new president that's coming in. So how does all of this feel for you? Oh, it's been amazing. Um, a lot of people have said to me that, you know, I've talked to throughout the year that I, that I got the short end of the stick being national president with the pandemic still going on. And I told every single one of them, I don't agree with that. 
the number of things that we've been able to do, technology, that's been a huge help to us this year. The national board, they've been absolutely amazing. I knew immediately last June that we would need to meet more regularly because things were constantly changing and we didn't know how long the pandemic was gonna be around. So I said, let's meet monthly. Now, previously the board would meet three times a year in person and then schedule conference calls in between if we needed to do that. So this was a big ask, but anytime I would ask them to do more, they were on board because they knew that we needed to be able to adapt and change quickly. And I set up these board meetings and thought, well, if we don't have anything to discuss, we can conduct some training. That hasn't even been possible. We've been jam packed every single month. I honestly don't know how uh, previously we got anything done with just meeting three times a year because our, our agenda has been full every month. It's also been very important for me that everyone has a voice. So one of the things I implemented this year was that anyone who's a NAWIC member can submit a proposal to the national board. And we've actually had a couple things that members have submitted that were approved. One of them that I'm really excited about is that we're going to start offering virtual 10 hour training courses for not only NAWIC members, but member company employees. Uh, and we're gonna start doing those on a regular basis. So that has been something that we can add as a benefit to our members and the member companies offering this 10 hour. I mean, any member can take it. So if you're even just wanting to learn a little bit more about the construction industry, the 10 hour OSHA training course is a great, great one to start with. So you have, you guys have been so busy and, and so many good things have come out of this year. Um, so at this conference that's coming up, we'll get a little bit of preview about some of the things that have been going on this past year, some of the new initiatives that we've started. And for those of you who are listening who are not familiar with this annual conference, this iconic event is a three days of professional development, networking, business opportunity, as well as doing the business of NAWIC and having a good time at it all the same time and this is not just for members people that are non-members women in the industry they can also come and get so much out of the educational component uh, members and delegates from over 118 chapters throughout the country converge uh, now in oh gosh I think it's about 10 days uh, it's coming fast uh, in Charlotte I am one of those members and I'm very much forward-looking to seeing everyone in person this year that's gonna be big so I know you've been uh, non-stop planning mode for this conference. Can you give us a little bit of a preview of what we can expect? Yeah, I can. First off, I'm very excited because um, found out a little over a week ago that we filled our room block at the hotel, which is always a great, great sign. And we have uh, over 400 attendees right now. And I know we're, we're getting more between in-person and virtual because we're also offering a virtual component because there are still people that don't feel comfortable traveling yet, or maybe their companies won't let them. And we, we still want them to be a part of it. And so the virtual piece, uh, they will be able to attend any of our uh, sessions going on in the general session space, which includes keynotes, our NABIC business, our awards. We give uh, a number of different awards, not only to the members, but we also have the Excellence Awards, which highlights the best in class of construction projects, uh, and it would be for last year, 2020. This conference and coming together, you know, we have all these different types of ways to connect, collaborate, and construct, which actually is my theme this year for the conference. 
<laughs> but one of the really exciting things, um, well, actually there's more than one, but one of the, the things that really is standing out for me is that we are going to have a partner luncheon because we've connected with so many great partners this year, like TouchPlan. But during this partner luncheon, we're gonna have a women's PPE fashion show. And we're gonna be highlighting those companies who are making PPE for women. Some of them only make PPE for women. And we have just added one of the companies to the fashion show. They only make safety harnesses for women. So we're very excited that's been coming together very well. We're also offering a variety of topics for our breakout sessions, such as leadership, topics to do with the industry, workplace, safety, communication, and of course, some personal and professional development. But another exciting piece to the annual conference is we've, we've secured enough sponsorships that we're gonna be able to record all of the breakout sessions for both in-person and the virtual attendees to have access to after the conference. Have you ever been to a conference where the, there were two workshops at the exact same time that you wanted to attend? Mm -hmm. and I mentioned how great technology has been, but I still haven't figured out how to clone myself. But you're not gonna have to choose because they're all gonna be recorded and you can go back and listen to them, which I, I was so excited when we were able to secure that and know that we're gonna be able to record those. Yeah, I love that. I'm so excited because you're right. You never get to get to all of them. It would be nice to have that as an added value. What has your biggest takeaway been from this past year as president? Well, it's hard to pick just one, but I think that um, the one that stands out a little bit more than everything else is that we are making a difference. Women are making a difference in the industry. I mentioned earlier, we have a number of partners that we've connected with this year. They've all reached out to us. Uh, NAWIC has a national strategic plan in place. And one of our strategies is reaching out to partner with others in the industry. But we haven't been able to do that this year because they're reaching out to us. They're hearing about NAWIC and the things that we are doing. So just that alone, that we are making a difference has been uh, one of the best parts of being president this year. Something else that's pretty exciting Kind of going back to the pandemic and actually we have had an alliance with OSHA for a number of years but they reached out to us to talk to us about a couple of topics that I know we'll be discussing on future podcasts such as sanitation on the job site wearing proper fitting PPE but because of the pandemic we've been forced to take those precautions it's kind of sped things up you know sanitation cleanliness social distancing so OSHA came to NAWIC and said, you guys have been talking about this for years now. Let's work on some regulations that would benefit the industry. So we're very excited about that. Awesome. NAWIC just went through a pretty big rebrand, got a new logo and a new uh, slogan, uh, building leaders, leading builders. Uh, NAWIC seems to be particularly good at building leaders. I know for myself, that's been my own journey. Um, when I stepped in, I just was looking to do a little networking and all of a sudden I went on this trajectory, I got on the board and it's really changed my career, it's changed me, it's been amazing. Um, from a leadership perspective, uh, professionally speaking, how has this time for you changed you um, not only not only in your career, but you personally. 
Well, I always thought that I was somebody that was good with time management, uh, but being president of a national association, I think that even tests the the best uh, who have be the best skills of time management because you still have to do a lot of coordinating and scheduling. Uh, so it really makes you focused on the things that you need to get done. But you also need to make sure something that I've learned this year is that you also need to make sure you're taking care of yourself. So even though you've got uh, a lot of things to do, sometimes you just need to say, that can wait till tomorrow. It's still going to be there tomorrow, so it can wait till tomorrow. So for me, that has been a big part personally. Uh, professionally, it being a leader has helped me to be able to um, listen to other members and you know people, whether they be on the board or or from the membership, and really work with them to figure out a solution to you know whatever the problem is or you know expand on the idea. A lot of times this year. Um, I would say, you know, because I was allowing for anybody who wanted to submit a proposal, you know, it could start out as one way, but when we get all together and start talking about it, it could blossom into something even better. So being able to do that and, and connecting and collaborating with people uh, to make a difference, uh, that has really, really done a lot for me. I've also uh, been able to work on my skills of talking to people, the, the tough conversations. I've always been a person that has no problem going up and talking to anybody and getting to know them, but it does take some skill to actually sit down and have those difficult conversations. And this year we started uh, a standing committee of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And being a part of the board and working with that committee has really helped me to learn how to uh, properly have those tough conversations and work towards a good solution. You know, once you start talking about that, because you know we're we're women in the industry, and so we're the minority. You know, population-wise, people say you know we work in a male-dominated industry. I don't like to to say that because we are making more of a dis difference. We're yes, we're only 10%, so we can say we're in a male-populated industry. Uh, we are seeing more women with boots on the ground and seats at the table, and we are definitely influencing the direction of the construction industry. But there are still things that we need to be working on and learning how to sit down and have those conversations and figure out the best course of action has really been eye-opening for me. And I'm sure for years I'll probably still come back and, th and figure out that by being national president, that this year has helped me to develop something that I may do in a few years. You never know. So it's been amazing. I think you've touched on something that is really key in the industry and something that we definitely want to tackle as we move forward through the podcast. And, and that is the inclusive nature that, you know, we're trying to really tap into that in the industry and be more inclusive of everyone, right? That's by nature what NAWIC is trying to do. And I love that you guys have taken on DE&I. It can be a very controversial um, conversation, as you know. It's not, uh, it's not an easy subject that's out there. There's a lot of people that don't understand why we have to have that. But when we just step back and look at the fact that we are trying to be included, all of us, whether we're in the office, whether we're in the field, whether we are in um, you know, a vendor role, 
whether what color we are or what background we are or what disability we have. It's all about being included and, and, and using communication to keep that going, I think is gonna be super important and lends itself to the bigger conversation of communication and women having a voice in the industry and, and being able to be players out there and bring our own unique talents to the table. So I think your theme, uh, you've really been living that theme throughout this year. So that's, I think that that's just really great. <laughs> I think it's really great. Yeah, I, I do think it wasn't intentional, but I think that this, this theme really did fit for this year. Yep, connect, collaborate, construct. It's exactly what you've been doing. I'd like to get your insights into what you see for the future of women in this industry. For women in the industry, I mentioned this a little earlier about how we're influencing the industry more. And what's great about the construction industry and actually also being a part of NAWIC is that if you think about it, construction touches everything. And there are so many different types of career in construction uh, that, that you can have a passion in flying drones. And with technology now, you can find a job in construction. So the opportunity to be able to reach out to the younger generations to uh, get them to consider construction as a viable career. During the pandemic, construction remained essential. So we continued to work and which is also another good uh, perk when we're talking to the younger generation that you know those of us in construction were for the most part able to be uh, continue to work during the pandemic but the other great thing about it is that more and more people are actually seeing women working in construction whether that be on the job site or uh, leading a project team or there are even construction lawyers. There are women, you know, that are, are um, lawyers, architects, insurance, bonding. So we are right now are in a male populated industry, but I really see us pushing through that in the next, next few years because we are starting to make a difference and we're right on the cusp there of doing that. We, we definitely are different from men. We have a different way of thinking. Uh, but I, I think that's going to lend to a better industry as a whole. One of the things that I really love about NAWIC that I've always loved since I became a member back in 2012 is our outreach efforts into the community to talk about construction to the younger generations and educate them on a career path in the trades and in the industry. Um, we have the Education Foundation, the NAWIC Education Foundation, NEF. Uh, they sponsor programs that we take to the schools. So, for example, as you know, Block Kids, which is a Lego building competition for K through six, and CAD drafting, the design drafting competition uh, for high school. And then, of course, we have a construction career camp for high school girls that's in the summer uh, that really helps them understand that. There are so many things that you can do in construction. You don't necessarily have to go to college and that construction is a very lucrative career path. And 
it's very satisfying. You know, I'm a project manager. I love to see a project complete and then, and have a great team that runs that. So, um, I I'm hoping that the more and more people find out about NAWIC, they see that because I think it's so important to keep the future, future generations going. Yeah, definitely. Our, the labor shortage is another big concern in the construction, especially right now. Uh, with with just even trying to get materials, you know, built for construction projects, and that's a whole nother podcast. But that is a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I'm dealing yeah. with that today. Yeah. <laughs> People are angry and they want to get their jobs done. But well, Anne, I want to thank you. It was truly a pleasure spending this time with you and having you as a special guest um, as we kick off this podcast. I will be seeing you in Charlotte. I'm so excited. I can't wait to give you a big hug. It's great. Thank you again for being here. If you would like more information on attending the NAWIC annual conference, please go to www.nawic.org forward slash annual conference. You can get all the details there. And don't forget to connect with us on social. All the links are also there. If you couldn't tell, I'm just a little bit excited about this conference. I'll be setting up a table and interviewing attendees for our podcast. And I may even do a few live feeds with some of the fabulous ladies of NAWIC. So if you're going, please come see me in the construction zone. I would love to say hi and, and maybe even pull you in for a quick five minutes. Hear what you've got to say. Thank you for joining me for this pre-show episode. Our next episode will be our interviews for Manual Conference, which we are recording for later viewing. And then a few weeks after that, we'll be kicking off our regular podcast schedule. So keep your eye out for that. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you to our partner and sponsor, Touch Plan. Goodbye for now. I'm your host, Angela Highland. And just remember, we are just getting started.